Good morning, it's Thursday, January 31st, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today, reported from San Francisco, hackers in China attack the Times. Israeli airstrike in Syria targets convoy, U.S. says. And despite the Fed, growth halted in the fourth quarter. Today's national headlines, law school applications fall as costs rise. On immigration, President Obama assumes the upper hand. And hearing on guns suggest an uphill fight on new limits. In this morning's financial headlines, Facebook's solid results greeted cautiously. Boeing says no change in batteries is planned. And renewable energy industries push for financing options. More business stories ahead, more national and world news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, hackers in China attacked the Times, reported by Nicole Perlroth. For the last four months, Chinese hackers have persistently attacked the New York Times, infiltrating its computer systems and getting passwords for its reporters and other employees. After surreptitiously tracking the intruders to study their movements and help erect better defenses to block them, the Times and computer security experts have expelled the attackers and kept them from breaking back in. The timing of the attacks coincided with a reporting for a Times investigation, published online October 25th, that found that the relatives of Wen Jibao, China's prime minister, had accumulated a fortune worth several billion dollars through business dealings. Security experts hired by the Times to detect and block the computer attacks gathered digital evidence that Chinese hackers, using methods that some consultants have associated with the Chinese military in the past, breached the Times' network. They broke into the email accounts of its Shanghai bureau chief, David Barboza, who wrote the reports on Wen's relatives, and Jim Yardley, the Times' South Asia bureau chief in India, who previously worked as bureau chief in Beijing. Computer security experts found no evidence that sensitive emails or files from the reporting of our articles about the Wen family were accessed, downloaded, or copied, said Jill Abramson, executive editor of the Times. The hackers tried to cloak the source of the attacks on the Times by first penetrating computers at United States universities and routing the attacks through them, said computer security experts at Mandiant, the company hired by the Times. This matches the subterfuge used in many other attacks that Mandiant has tracked to China. The attackers first installed malware, malicious software that enabled them to gain entry to any computer on the Times' network. The malware was identified by computer security experts as a specific strain associated with computer attacks originating in China. More evidence of the source, experts said, is that the attacks started from the same university computers used by the Chinese military to attack United States military contractors in the past. Security experts found evidence that the hackers stole the corporate passwords for every Times employee and used those to gain access to the personal computers of 53 employees, most of them outside the Times' newsroom. Experts found no evidence that the intruders used the passwords to seek information that was not related to the reporting on the Wen family. Asked about evidence that indicated the hacking originated in China and possibly with the military, China's Ministry of National Defense said, Chinese laws prohibit any action including hacking that damages Internet security. It added that, 
To accuse the Chinese military of launching cyber attacks without solid proof is unprofessional and baseless.